0: All right, welcome back. You are here for the first segment of Different Mug Talk, or DMT's new segment known as Third and Pick Six. Yes, if you can guess by the name of this particular segment, I am talking about football, National Football League, and anything dealing with American football. And no, I'm not talking about, well, soccer. This little segment is going to be 15 minutes or less like my other segments but what's really important is that I'm going to try to make these weekly after probably a Monday after the Sunday games and it's going to be super cool so this week I'm going to keep it really short I'm talking about who's on bye week talk about a little bit of why you should keep Dallas on the bench for another week and talk about that game last night between the Dallas Cowboys and the New England Patriots so to give you a heads up if you have not looked at the bye week this is for my fantasy people If you had not looked on who is on week seven bye week, you've got the Buffalo Bills, the Dallas Cowboys, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Minnesota Vikings, Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, this is probably jacking up your fantasy roster. I will not be giving you any tips on who to pick up, but half of everybody's injured anyway, so it probably won't even matter. You probably have lower than average scores depending on what your scoring system is for your particular league, but I will say this will lead me into why you should hold the Dallas defense for another week. Right now, I am actually playing in all of my leagues are on Yahoo!, the projection for Dallas has been, well, rather low. We are looking at maybe 6 points, 5 points, and every week this is one of the only teams that has beaten their projections now what does that mean is that well they're probably being one underrated for the team that they are actually are but even more than that it's probably really important that they are being consistent and as defenses go that is pretty rare so unless you are holding on to Denver or you're holding on to Baltimore another team you should probably hold on to this season is the Dallas Cowboys. After their bye week this week, they kind of get an interesting schedule. Uh, And, you know, the fact that they held even seven points against Tampa Bay even in week one. Since then, they've had some pretty hefty uh, games. That includes going against the Chargers. Now, up next in week eight, they'll have Minnesota. And then their next big test, of course, will be against Kansas City in week eleven. Now, I think they are a stash and hold all season. Of course, you can stream them as normal, but I, just so happen, will be holding on to the Dallas Cowboys defense for fantasy football for the duration of the rest of season. Now, let's get into talking about that Dallas Cowboys versus the New England Patriots game last night. I have made multiple posts because that was one of the most riveting games I have seen this season. Now, I have said this about the first week one game that I saw Dallas in, and you will probably think I'm pretty biased because, well, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, and that's okay. But what I really saw on this team was, well, I'm also very um, honest with myself about the Dallas Cowboys and some things that I thought that I still think are issues that need to be uh, rectified or worked on. Uh, such as this. So things I kind of noticed uh, over that last game is that, well, penalties, holy penalties, Batman! There were so many penalties that uh, was coming from the O line. Number fifty-two. I'm um, not going to call anybody out, but hey, that's the one. What I saw was that there were so many penalties out left out on the field that there were so many yards that were lost uh, for holding. Uh, things that I, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a football player, but that's just my opinion, uh, penalties could have killed Dallas Cowboys last night, um, for no other reason than to say that th- it was, it was all self-harm, uh, number two on my list is turnovers, um, that pick six that Dax Prescott threw, uh, there was a couple other, other things I had noted as far as turnovers that, uh, could have been right. Take care of the ball. Um, this was a back and forth game, so it made it very, very uh, great as far as the entertainment value of the football game. Uh, but it, it could it could turn pretty scary when one right your uh, you turn over the ball a lot of the time. Uh, the one thing I had I found interesting was. <laughs> And again, I only really noticed this in this, you know, that last fourth quarter was the secondary, the broken coverage, uh, all too often, uh, after, you know, Trayvon Diggs had that pick six. Yes, yes, yes. Number seven, sir. Congratulations. Uh, right after that, you had Bourne, uh, go for that TD, um, broken coverage. That was man coverage, uh, between Trayvon Diggs and Bourne. And you kind of saw the one-two stuff, and he just kind of juked him out and found wide open, uh, and there was no catching born. Uh, Those are some of the things you talk about, the the, the coverage in the secondary, uh, that you were kind of seeing all night, really. uh, And things that I still worry about with this Dallas Cowboys defense. Uh, Again, I always bring up Mike McCarthy's continued questionable play calling. Uh, Again, I'm going to get flat for this, and I'm okay. This is called constructive criticism and no I'm just a fan but I take my Dallas Cowboys very seriously so what did I really notice about uh the play calling some of the things such as fourth and one uh you bring out Greg Zerline and and 10-1 you've got amazing backs now it's not saying that those backs were uh fantastic all evening but I have more than ample uh, I, I guess I believe in Zeke and I believe in Pollard uh, as two of some of the best running backs that I've seen in the league and their ability to get a first down on the fourth and one. Instead, we went on one of those in the fourth quarter. We went for that, uh, went for the field goal, and, well, we didn't quite make it, leaving the ability for New England to come back and score again. So something to keep in mind. And then, of course, Well, what was important is talking about uh, the missed field goals. Um, This is, to me, the second time uh, critical, critical kick, and uh, Greg Zerline misses. uh, Now, again, have to be a very hard kick to make, uh, but what what I did see uh, was that it could have made a difference. Of winning that game or losing that game. And this is one of those ones where you want him to win. Okay, so yes, what did I see? I saw a lot of critiques and criticisms to be had. But what I actually saw was magic. This is the fifth in a row game that Dallas has managed to win. And so what's important about this is that, well, everything. What I did see on the field, besides all the criticisms that I threw out there, was the fact that they were smiling. There was this, there's certain fierceness about them coming back and staying in the game. And it was on both sides of the ball. Uh, this is one of the first times in a long time where I've seen both of our components playing together. And there's a certain magic about watching this team this year that I haven't seen in a, in a long time. Uh, and is even when we're having winning seasons, what I really want to see is how is this going to project later into playoff runs uh, injuries are going to set in people are going to fatigue and um, get very very tired what I really want to see is Dallas have a dominant season but even more than that I want to see them have a dominant season going into the offseason whether or not that leads to a divisional game or a wild card game I want them to actually win what I I know it's like a low bar to set and yes I am one of those weekly people on my Instagram and other social media saying Dallas Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. I will continue to say that. They have a caliber of team that I believe could make it to the Super Bowl. But me, realistically speaking, I want to see the Dallas Cowboys win a divisional or wild card game in the postseason. What's going to be important is that you take each game as they come. And I think this is one of the teams to beat. Um, and Dallas has every opportunity of making it far into the postseason. And this is the time. And I think 2021-2022 season is the way to do it. Now, my last observation is that, well, I don't care how a ugly win is still a win. And what did Dallas do last night is they won. And they didn't just win. The fourth quarter was a scary time. I was stressed. But what was important about this was that Dallas... Won, and they wanted a fashion, not on a kick, but a touchdown. You had that final play that, again, you just see Ceedee Lamb waving his arm out there, and there's clear separation. Uh, what I loved about that play was whatever is being called, uh, I give it up for the offensive coaches, those the the playmakers, the play callers. Uh, that was an exciting game, and Dallas won it upright. Uh, as they have the last five of their wins. Um, I think I saw this magic come together in that even in that first game, and so it's really cool to see what uh, this team has been able to put together to eke out those wins. And whether it's on a field goal from Greg Zerlund or if it's on a, a long bomb from Prescott to seeding a lamb, I cannot wait to see what else is going to happen. So you will probably say, she's a Cowboy fan, and absolutely I am, and I will always be a Cowboy fan. I am born and raised in Dallas, Texas, and I will continue to represent. So, if all of this football talk happens to be about the Dallas Cowboys, so be it. I love talking about my boys. And so, with this, we are coming to the end of this segment for third and pick six I hope you've enjoyed the talk. I want to hear your feedback, and I would love to hear what you have to say. Y'all have a good one, and I will see you next time. Sending peace, love, positivity, and good vibes. Y'all have a good weekend. Or excuse me, have a great week. I forgot it's Monday. Get ready for Monday Night Football.